It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here, and wow, I'm always excited about my show, but today's show, trust me, I know I say this every week, but today's show is going to be chock full of information on a subject that we could all use and learn all about different, better ways to do sales. So today is going to be an incredible show. So hang with us. Let's start with our business tip of the day. So I was thinking about this and I actually used this tip on myself this week. And the business tip is get out of your own way. And, you know, it's funny, it has to do with me and sales of my Glovies product. And it's so funny how often I, it's almost like I build a brick wall up just because I have to make a few sales calls. And because Glovies is like a child to me, you know, if I get rejected, boy, it's like somebody pulling a rug out from underneath me. And The other day, I guess today is Wednesday, on Monday, I woke up and I said, you know what? I was like a bull. And I said, nothing's getting in my way today. And no negative talk in my head was going to stop me from doing what I needed to do. So that's my business tip of the day is get out of your own way and go and do what you're capable of doing. Okay, with that, I cannot wait to introduce my guest to you. My guest today is Eleanor Stutz. Eleanor is a CEO of Smooth Sale. We're talking big time, my listeners. She's an inspirational speaker. She's an international best-selling author. So Eleanor has a really interesting uh, story that I cannot. It was a life-changing situation that helped her get to where she is today, and I can't wait to talk about that. But before we bring Eleanor on, I just want to name her three um, books. Her first book is um, Inspired Business, which is a new vision for building business and communities. The second book she wrote is Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. It's um, Relationship Building That Gets Results. And her third book is Hired, How to Use Sales Techniques to Sell Yourself on Interviews. So Stutz also contributes to the personalbrandingblog.com plus U.S. News and World Report. GenConnect.com appointed Stutz as a leading expert, and OpenView Labs designated her as one of the worldwide 25 top sales influencers. Stutz consults 
and trains worldwide. So I just want to make sure everybody writes down her website right away because you're going to want to go to it after our show. It's www.smoothsale.net. So with that, I am so happy to welcome Eleanor Stutz to Paying It Forward. Good morning, Eleanor. Good morning, Josephine. How are you? I'm so excited to have you on my show today, Eleanor. So I know you're going to be um, a great influencer today. Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you. <laughs> and we're going to learn so much. But Eleanor, so when I was um, doing all of my background research and everything, I had chills when I was reading the situation um, The when you were in the hospital with a broken neck and how you had a life-changing um situation can you tell us a little bit about that oh sure um it actually in the long perspective it was a good thing that happened because i had been in quite a bit of pain prior but there i was on a stretcher with a broken neck waiting to be admitted and at the very moment my family went in to be consulted with a surgeon on call and told best case scenario would be my being paralyzed two visions came to me you read about them but they never happened to you right (laughs) i don't know eleanor i believe in this stuff i really do because something similar happened to me but uh go ahead i can't wait go ahead tell us all about it sure so the first one was in the form of a report card on the left i had very high life marks But on the right, I was astonished. It was completely blank, not even with a D or an F entitled (laughs) community service. So in the moment, I made a fervent pledge that should I be able to walk out of the hospital, understand I'm always negotiating, if I walk (laughs) out, I would begin giving back to communities. I didn't know what it would look like, but I would definitely begin doing that. And then with that, that vision faded away, and a second vision appeared, and it was of a generic person standing on a mound, appearing to be speaking to audiences far and wide, and slowly but surely, this incredible gold light came up behind the figure, and then it spread all over my body. And at that very moment, I could hear my family burst into tears, because apparently they were being told about my outcome. And But I was paying full attention, and I had three opportunities to finally say, yes, I'm going to walk out of this hospital, I'm going to become that speaker, and I'm going to begin giving back to communities far and wide. And once my internal self heard me say that with every ounce of energy left in my body, the gold light faded away, that second vision faded away. The two probably took a total of a minute maximum, but it was the most uh, astonishing event I ever experienced in my entire life. Oh, my gosh. Well, I got to tell you, I have goosebumps, Helen Moore, <laughs> because unless somebody has really, really witnessed something like that, uh it's hard. It's hard for others to look at us and not think that we're crazy. But when you connect with somebody that's actually had an experience like that, we get it. 
like I have goosebumps as you're telling this whole story. It's a little bizarre, but um, my situation is that I'm currently writing a book and it's been a very, very long time writing this book. And I put it away for over 10 years or 15 years. It's a long time. And finally, somebody had said to me, this is too good not to have written. You will help so many people. And I feel so confident. Eleanor, it's bizarre. It's like somebody is writing the book through me. It's like I sit at the computer and somebody is writing this book. And then the other night when they were doing the Grammy Awards, um, what's her name? Sally Field was there and she was thanking all the ordinary people out there for sharing their experiences because that is what the Academy Awards are all about it's the average person and i was sitting there and i was like somebody's giving me a message here so i better get to writing so (laughs) anyway enough of all that but i just i'm moved by you so um i'm just very very impressed so anyway all right so with that so you get out of the hospital now you're completely focused what made you decide for yourself that you were going to sit down and write Oh, that's a funny story. Um, I I then became an entrepreneur, and I had 11 years of sales experience as a top producer against all odds. Mm -hmm. And I started networking, and my marketing message was off. And the way I knew this, (laughs) I got to one of two reactions. The men laughed at me, thinking a woman couldn't possibly know enough about sales to be a trainer. And the women ran away from me, shrieking, think I thinking I was completely unethical and manipulative. So I realized I couldn't tell anybody any longer that I was a sales trainer (laughs) what to do. So I began devouring marketing books. I knew nothing about marketing up until that point. Mm -hmm. And from that day, gosh, it was 12 years ago, I read about marketing nonstop. And they all had one thing in common in those days, and that was to establish credibility, write a book. And that's exactly what I did. Oh, yeah. It's so, it's important to write a book. And it's amazing what happens once the book is actually written is that people start to find you out of nowhere, right, Eleanor? And then that's how you start getting engagement, speaking engagements. And that's how the ball gets rolling. That's my understanding. Am I correct? Yeah, you're in for a wonderful ride, and I wanted to say I want to know when your book is ready. i got to read your story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'll definitely put you on my list, Eleanor, because I am convinced I have to get this written, but I'm juggling so many balls, and I love doing my radio show because, like you, I feel like my radio show is my community service to give back. I came from a large family. I was always taking care of my little brothers and sisters, and I, I don't know, I have this in me that I always want to give back. So I love doing my radio show, but it is time consuming. And then I have my wonderful Glovies product. And um, Eleanor, my Glovies are disposable gloves for kids to just keep their hands clean if they're doing things. There are just no small gloves on the market for children. And that's my little niche. But getting out there and selling the Glovies, it's amazing. I decided to go on Amazon And people are finding me, I don't know how they're finding me, but they're finding me on Amazon and my sales are are skyrocketing, which makes me very, very excited. But I know I have a lot to learn from you as far as, you know, how I can do a better job. So, all right, 
Eleanor, well, I... congratulations on that. That's incredible. <laughs> well, I have to tell you, Eleanor, this is my second time around. We have a minute um, before break, so I'll just tell you real quick. So what happened was um, I came up with a product that was really a disposable glove for potty training because I was so skeeved every time my son, my three-year-old at the time, would go into a public restroom. I said, there must be a better way. And my friend said, yes, we would buy this product. Well, Eleanor... I did everything wrong with that product, which led me into my radio show because I said, I don't want anybody to waste the money I wasted, which then led me into the a second version of my product, which is much bigger, better, and it's exactly where I need to be right now. So anyway, that's the little background on Glovies. But when we come back, we're going to talk more about sales with Eleanor Stutz. So everybody stay with us. It's going to be a great show. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Join the Executive Business Seminar with author and trainer, Dr. Risa Wolf, Ph.D. Are you looking for practical business tips and techniques for dealing with difficult situations or lowering speaking anxiety? Then this show is where you need to be if you are a business owner, corporate executive, or anyone ambitious about their career growth. Dr. Risa Wolf draws from her extensive mentoring background for business leaders and executives and interviews leaders who have practical solutions. Join Dr. Risa Wolf every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for your edition of the Executive Business Seminar right here on ABRN, the All Business Radio Network. kids do you think you're creative do you want to be don't have enough time for your arts crafts and hobbies or do you just need a kick in the pants hi i'm mark lipinski the host of creative mojo with mark lipinski right here on toginet radio come on and join me every wednesday afternoon for some creative inspiration and two of the fastest fun-filled hours of your week hey need ideas how about a little motivation and a lot of inspiration Join the fun on Creative Mojo with me, Mark Lipinski. I'm here live every Wednesday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on toginet.com. Now what are you waiting for? Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. All right, we're back. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have Eleanor Stutz with us, who is um, the CEO of Smooth Sale. So, Eleanor, during break, we were talking about your great book, Inspired Business. And can you tell us a little bit, um, tell us about the book. I'd be happy to. It does begin with my story about the broken neck, but then it goes on to describing how that applied to building a better business. And it's about 
getting your mindset in order, in order to proceed. You said at the beginning of the show, getting out of your own way, and that's a perfect tie-in. So one of the things I realized, I had to come to grips that I had to firmly believe I would be well. Otherwise, I would be paralyzed or possibly even dead. And when I was medicated, uh, I was told I'd have a minute and a half to meet the surgeon, and the surgeon told me in no uncertain terms, when I woke up, I would be paralyzed. And I went into sales mode. Given what had happened the night before, I couldn't Uh move. I was flat on that stretcher. I locked my eyes on his and completely mirrored him, something I don't normally do. And I said, Doctor, when I wake up, I fully expect to be well. And the last thing I remember was him jumping backward. So (laughs) fast, fast forward to building your business, you can't waver about whether you're going to be successful or not. You have to have a long term vision. The plan for getting there, but the plan has to be flexible because the economy and politics continually change. So it's got to be flexible to make those uh, quick adaptions. It's mind, body, and spirit that will begin to get you where you need to go. So you have to be in control of your entire self. And it doesn't matter what others are saying. You can't believe how many negative-minded others, even old friends, were trying to put me down and tell me it's useless. And some even got angry that I kept continuing. So mind, body, and spirit, I want to say it again. And then for the business tripod, it's belief, vision, and plan. And you always have to carry that long-term vision. Ultimately, where do you want to be? What do you, how do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to, have, to talk about you? How do you want them to talk about you? What do you want them to say? What will be your proudest achievement? And when you go with those two tripods, and I use that as an uh, analogy because it makes you very stable, there's no wavering, then you've got a much better chance for succeeding. The the failure rate of entrepreneurs or those quitting before they ever get to where they want to be is enormous. So you really have to be solid in your foundation. Yeah, it's so funny, Eleanor. I refuse to fail. <laughs> and Me this too. Is, <laughs> this is why so many years later, people look at me and I think like there are some really retailers that shake their head. And I actually recently got an email that I don't think I was supposed to, you know how people CC and CC everybody on the emails? I don't think I was supposed to see this email. And in other words, I think they were trying to say, she's crazy. There's no way this is going to happen. And you know what that does to me, Eleanor? It makes me go way down deep in my gut to say, oh, boy, are they going to feel really bad when I show them how successful Glovies is really going to turn out to be, you know? We could be sisters. You know what happened to me (laughs) with my first book? It was originally self-published, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I I mentioned old friends. This one fellow, I guess, was pretty envious. So the book was out one week. It was like my third child. And he Uh says to me in a really nasty voice, well, if your book were any good, a publisher would have picked it up. Well, that did it. I smiled, (laughs) said, yep. And I was mentally thinking, you can eat my dust. Uh The next week, long story short, I hired someone to help me. 
Uh, she gave me 11 leads of appropriate publishing houses. The first one said yes, and that was Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. And it became an international bestseller. <laughs> he can't even look at me now. <laughs> so, Eleanor, the same thing happened to me. It was 1 o'clock in the morning after everybody had some wine. I don't really drink. Maybe I had a glass of wine. But I was physically exhausted, and I had a photo shoot the next morning. And um, I'm sitting there, and one of my husband's friends almost like was trying to tear me down. And I was looking at him like, is he kidding me? Now, if he's hungry or thirsty, his wife, he snaps his fingers and his wife goes to get him whatever he needs. Meanwhile, I'm running practically two businesses. Uh, I'm trying to write my New York Times bestseller, Eleanor, (laughs) that's Mm going to turn into a motion picture. I have three young kids, a dog, a husband who is also an entrepreneur. So that brings on challenges in of of itself. I have my house, a a really big house that's on the market, which means every single thing in the house has to be in tip top shape. Anyway, to make a long story short, he turns to me and he says, listen, if Glovies hasn't worked by now, you really should just give it up. And I just, that's what everybody says. And it's so annoying. It's infuriating. I looked at him and smiled and said, really? Is that what you really think? And (laughs) I'll tell you, it it makes me want to work harder. So anyway, we need your help. When someone says no, absolutely. Eleanor, so the first thing we have to do to increase sales is to get all three of your books. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That's very kind of you. (laughs) And read them thoroughly. But tell me, so Eleanor, how do we get out of our way? What does like a really good sales day look to you, look like to you? Is that a good question? Like how do do we get the ball rolling to really get our sales to where we want it to be? Yeah. Well, okay. So number one, because When I began speaking, everybody asked this question, how can I overcome the fear of failure? And I said, it's really easy. First of all, failure doesn't exist. If you're willing to look at something not working out as your marketing research, you just change your vocabulary. Sometimes when things don't work out, it's actually almost like a gift from above because it isn't the best path. When you find the better path, then you launch way ahead of where you might otherwise have been. So change your vocabulary, number one. Number two, you have to know who your ideal clientele is. When I started out, I knew nothing about marketing, and I thought everybody needed sales know-how. And for me, it's just a natural talent, um, genetically wired that way. But... um, a marketing person told me, no, not everyone's your, your client. You've got to think really carefully and narrow it down when you get started. Go for your niche market and gradually see who else might be interested and start going that direction. And the last tip that's really, really critical is you have to commit to continual education because times keep changing and you've got to be not only up with a curve but ahead of the curve. And I can give you an example. When social media came about and I announced I was going to stop networking, the economy was down. It was expensive to keep going networking and eating lunch with everybody under the sun. I said, I'm going online to learn about social media, and everybody expressed dire consequences of doing that. And the opposite happened. 
I, I was ahead of everybody. I learned the better techniques, and I began growing incredible followings and received tremendous opportunities. So you have to take the ball and run with it despite what everybody else tells you. Yeah, I think this is great. And talking about social media, how many followers do you have on Twitter alone? It's like a ridiculous number, isn't it, Eleanor? <laughs> well, compared to others, no. But uh, for some, it's uh, close to 37,000, I believe. I think that's amazing. I mean, compared to others, are we comparing that to Ashton Kut- or how do you pronounce his name? <laughs> <laughs> Demi Moore's well, old bell, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, no, that's an incredible number. I'm I'm working on that too, but it's just so amazing what social media can do. And Eleanor, that's how I found you was through social media. Yeah, um, it, and it really leveled the business playing ground. You know, it used to be uh, the old man's uh, network, and that's no longer true. Women have equal opportunity online. It's amazing what happened. And, you know, the whole thing, even with my Glovies product, it's amazing that I can be on the same playing field as, like, Procter & Gamble and the big guys coming out with a new product. So... It, it's such a powerful, powerful tool. And it's so funny, Eleanor, because when I started my show five years ago, I knew nothing about social media. And um, then I started to invite guests that, you know, would come on to my show. And it's just such a powerful tool. Absolutely. And, and that's how I found opportunities and met you. So absolutely. Okay, so we have two minutes left um, before our next commercial. So I'll just ask you a quick question. Eleanor, which is your favorite book out of all three of them? Oh, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. I mean, uh, you know, Inspired <laughs> Business is my personal story, and it's great for entrepreneurs, but people who need to know about sales. Uh, it, this one goes through what happened to me in the early 90s in a very blue-collar male company, and they did not want a woman there, and they refused to train me, they refused to speak to me, and I had to figure it out on my own after having been home for 15 years, not knowing a thing about the business world. And to their shock, I became the top producer the fourth month, (laughs) and then the games and the tests got even nastier. So it's all detailed in the book, and what I learned about it, people say now it's laugh-out-loud funny, Plus, you know, so many uh, excellent lessons to be learned on how to overcome all of that. But it sure wasn't funny at the time. But I'm very proud of that book. And I know it's helped many people. Oh, wow. I can't wait to read it. So it sounds great. So maybe when we come back, you can tell us a little bit more about um, how you became such a success and Maybe you can inspire some of us entrepreneurs to kind of follow your lead on how we can improve, you know, some sales techniques for ourselves. Okay, sure. Does that sound good? So, um, yeah, it's amazing that you became an international bestseller. (laughs) (laughs) You just never know. That's the whole thing. Don't count yourself short. (laughs) Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen your face when you got that phone call when you first found out. Yes. 
And actually, I read it in my second book on the back cover that my first one was an international bestseller. I didn't even know. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Well, I can't wait to learn more from Eleanor Stutz from um, Smooth Sales. So stay with us, everyone. Thanks. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. What does Reboot mean? Ever wonder why your connection to the world through your computer does not work as flawlessly as most of your ability to breathe? ISP Radio Network explains the why and how the Internet works. Learn the insight and secrets that your Internet provider may not be telling you or even want you to know. Gain the confidence to proclaim that you are no longer technically illiterate. You may call him a techno-gearhead or network guru, but Stephen Grabeel, your host, is a person driven by a passion to serve through people fast internet, as well as empowering internet users with simple skills to maintain their fast internet. This is ISP Radio Network, a place where internet service providers and the self-proclaimed technically challenged users of the internet meet weekly to share ideas of what makes the internet work or how to make the internet work better. Don't miss ISP Radio with your host, Stephen Grabio, Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. And we, before break, we were talking about the incredible book, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale. Um, that Eleanor Stutz has written and was talking about. So, Eleanor, my question to you is, how did you become the top sales producer? And maybe you can tell my listeners about the knocking on the doors incident. Oh, absolutely. Um, No one was talking to me, no training, didn't know what the heck I was doing. 
But I was, I asked the secretary what to do. She said, you have to knock on every door in your territory. And I had three very large cities. <laughs> and believe it or not, because there was nothing to do in the office, I went and did that. And my marketing research showed that medium and bigger sized companies were the better fit for me. And when I was invited in for an appointment, I was so shocked because I didn't know anything about what I was selling. I said, you must be so busy. Why did you invite me in today? And I did that to learn what to keep on doing. And I learned later at another company, finally, I had training that whatever works well, keep on doing it. These are the habits of successful salespeople. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. So I asked them why they invited me in, and I didn't know how or why people buy. So I would ask my potential client, how do you decide who to buy from? There's so many people selling what I have to offer what would make the difference for you to buy from me? And they'd give me a long laundry list. And I'd be so incredulous, I'd repeat their words back. If I did X, Y, Z, you'd actually consider buying from me? And they said yes. Wow. So then I'd go back and do what I needed to do. I'd bring it in. And they'd say, this is great. We'll buy from you. Now, if you'll only bring a brochure in, we'll know <laughs> what we're doing. I didn't even have to bring a brochure in. That's how green I was. At any rate, um, fourth month, top producer. Fifth month, you'll love this. The manager said, if Eleanor makes her her numbers again, I'm going to treat you guys to lingerie fashion show. And this place was uh, attached to a motel next to the freeway in the wrong side of town, if you catch my drift. Oh, my. So I'm not going to ruin the story. It's in Nice Girls Do Get the Story. But trust me, I got the best of them. We both said we stand up to the occasion. Right. And <laughs> he never messed with me again. That's all I could tell you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's that's great. So, so Eleanor, this is something that I'm going through now. And maybe you can um, tell us, do you have a really good CRM system that you used when you were doing your sales? It's the yeah, customer relationship management. Uh, um, there are many out there, many good ones, I, just so many. But the one that I'm most comfortable with be, uh, is uh, Salesforce. That's the high-end one. So make no mistake, but it does many, many different things that you might want to do. Plus, they back it up for you. Uh, there's Act which is very easy to use and simple to get a handle on, but you have to back it up yourself. And if you run out of time, that's not always easy to do. And then there's something called BASE that I became acquainted with and many, many others. And BASE uh, sounds like it has good technology behind it too. Oh, okay, good. Because, you know, it's just so important to have all of your information in one solid database so that you can do your follow-up work. So, Eleanor, tell us what a typical sales day included or a sales week included for you. Was there one particular day of the week that you made all your phone calls? Did you do any mailings where you mailed out a whole slew of it didn't sound like you mailed anything out, or maybe you sent inquiries out and then followed up on a certain day. What did your typical work day or work week look like? 
Oh, that's an excellent question. To get started, I was told I had to do 50 cold calls a day. That meant going in my territory and knocking on doors. Uh, and I was told later that the top producer has 50 points in a day, so cold calling would be a point. And I always wanted to be a top producer. I wanted to keep that title, so I decided I would always do 60 to 70 points a day. A meeting where you got the sale is 10 points. A new phone call where you actually speak to somebody is five points. A mailer is one. An email is like a quarter of a point. Oh, wow. But if you do a combination of all of that, you'll be well on your way. And it's a good way to systematize, you know, and keep tick marks of what you're doing every day so that you get in the habit of doing a lot every day. Um, and if you have a meeting that moves the process forward, that's in the, that's five points, too. As far as mailers go, I had so much fun with it. This was in the days the companies actually paid for mailing. Okay. And I was selling color printers by the time I was doing this. So I would go into a greeting card shop, buy something that made me laugh out loud. I would put my own caption to it and then mail it out. But I wouldn't call after the first mailing. I would do one a month to my targeted list. And then by the time they received the third, I would call because I was afraid to pick up the the phone in those days. And by the time I called, they said, oh, my God, we love these. They're hanging all over our office. Please come in. We've got to see who's putting these out. Oh, that's so funny, Eleanor. And my competitors must have hated it. (laughs) (laughs) because, you know, they all wanted to see me and work with me because I had a great sense of humor. Yeah. So one example was the picture of a truck high in the limb of a tree, which is funny in itself. But I wrote on the bottom, set your goals higher. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That is funny. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So the sense of humor is going to... It's also an icebreaker whenever you're, you know, meeting new people. I I think that's great. All right. So, Eleanor, um, let me see. I'm trying to think of questions that my listeners would want to know. All right. Let's talk about organization because I think in order to be a great salesperson, you have to be super, super organized. Do you have any tips regarding organization and sales? Well, we kind of hit on a couple of them already. Got to keep that database and be on top of who you're supposed to follow up with when, what, and why, and how. Always ask how people want to be followed up with. You know, there's, we have so many communication methods today. And uh, remind them they asked you to get in touch with them. And... Uh, organization. So you want to set the goals. You want to know how many points you're going to achieve each day. And you keep a running list of what needs to, oh, this is really, really important. You, every Friday afternoon, say you quit work on Friday afternoon, while business is fresh in your mind because the weekend consumes us, write down the tasks you must get done for the following week. And then the night before each working day, write down what you must accomplish the next day. And the reason you do this is interruptions happen, and you get sidetracked, and then you forget what you're supposed to do, and hours are wasted. But when you keep a running task list, 
and you keep checking off, you will be amazed how much you get done each day. It's just, you can find a couple extra hours each day. And I actually, if your listeners want want to contact me, I have a two-sided PDF that's my laser goal-setting system, and you can achieve your your 15-month stretch goal in 12 months or less using that system. Oh, and it makes, a, it makes a huge difference. In fact, to the point where when I first started networking, people were sneering at me, laughing at me, because I always ask questions of people to learn from those who went before me. So they assumed I was too stupid to do anything on my own. But the fact of the matter is the following year when they saw me again, their attitude changed and said, oh, my God, how are you advancing your business at lightning speed? And it was yeah. due to this system. So I'm happy to share it with your listeners. Oh, great. So now what do our listeners have to do to get that, Eleanor? They can email me, and it's Eleanor, E-L-I-N-O-R, at smoothsale, S-M-O-O-T-H-S-A-L-E dot net. Eleanor at smoothsale.net. Okay, great. Of course, I should mention pay it for, Paying It Forward Radio, so Eleanor knows where you guys are coming from. But that's great, Eleanor. I love it. I'm going to request that myself because (laughs) (laughs) we can all, you know, afford to move ahead. So, Eleanor, when you look back at everything that you've accomplished, was there one specific tool that helped you get to where you are today? Um, This is... It may not be the answer you want. It was the self-motivation. Um, I, when I went back to work, I had teenagers, and I don't know if you have teenagers yet. They're very critical of their moms. <laughs> and there was no way in the world, no matter what those men did to me, I was not going to quit. I wanted to be the good role model. <laughs> so that was the motivation to keep on going. And then that determination stayed with me through the years. I still, you know, I want to show them what they can do, who they can be. Yeah, that's funny. I have a preteen. Does that count, Eleanor? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> He's watching you. <laughs> or she. The, he, he, my wonderful dear son. And I'm starting to get the mom you just don't know. And he oh, knows yeah. He knows everything, and he's not 12 years old yet. And I say, I look at him, and I say, wow, I can't believe you know so much, and you're only 11 and a half. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, so, but it's funny. He does know a lot, Eleanor, and he sat down with me the other day, and he, I always ask him about my business to make him think that he's running the business. And I'm like, oh, CJ, so we got Amazon going, and They actually see the orders increasing daily, and it's kind of fun for them. They come home from school, and the first thing they say is, all right, Mom, how many orders did you get today? So it's cute. But then my CJ turned to me and goes, Ma, so if you're selling on Amazon, why wouldn't you just sell on eBay too? It kind of gets them thinking, and it's like, what have we got to lose? So we might as well sell on eBay too. Oh, that's Um, wonderful. He'll be the next entrepreneur. Actually, my son was trained as an engineer, and now he's an entrepreneur. Oh, you see, because he followed his mom. He learned so much from you. So I think this is great. Well, anyway, everyone, hang in there, and we'll be back with Eleanor Stutz from Smooth Sail, and we have one more segment of Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. 
We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Chances are you didn't give birth to Einstein. So why are you trying to raise your child to be like him? Welcome to Stop Raising Einstein with your host, Tara Kennedy Klein. Woohoo Radio Network's parenting show dedicated to helping you release the myth of the perfect parent and discover the unique brilliance in your child and you. Tara and her panel of amazing, intelligent, and sometimes off-the-wall guests will share the tips, tools, trends, and techniques available that will help you stop raising Einstein and start relishing your role as a proud and present parent. Join her every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for Stop Raising Einstein, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. objectives, business and action plans. How important are they for me to manage? Whether you're an executive, entrepreneur, or maybe you're just someone looking to advance your career and want to be confidently prepared for your future, business and life coach Carmen Carosa can help you remove obstacles and move forward in the right direction. Carmen is known as the real world coach for a reason. His no-nonsense style along with an innate ability to form connections with people gives you a unique opportunity to see higher and further than ever before. We live and work in an ever-changing, complicated world that can leave us with questions about every decision we make. Join host Carmen Carosa, business and life coach, on Forward Motion every Monday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Rockstar Radio Network. You will realize dreams and aspirations you thought were out of reach. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. I had to cut the music short because we got a lot to cover in the last segment here. So I just got an email and a question for Eleanor from one of our listeners. Eleanor, uh, what do you do when you get stuck writing a book or marketing or trying to make sales calls? Did Eleanor ever burn out is the question. Oh, yeah, that, I laughed when I heard that question. <laughs> I'm sure we all do. We all think, oh, my God, am I done? But the question, the answer is no, no, no. You have to sit back, maybe meditate, replay conversations, replay activities in your mind, pose the question to yourself at night before you go to sleep. And I realized... Uh, many years later, that's how the expression sleep on it came about, because for me, I wake up with an answer. But there was one Fortune 100 company, I wanted it on my resume. And the guy was playing tricks on me. I tried the VPs, they weren't able to make a decision. I tried everybody in the top organization, and uh, no one would deal with me. It was because I was selling an off-brand. And I finally went to the guy in the basement and invited (laughs) him to a show. And he was so impressed by the attention he received, and I treated him like royalty. 
Mm. He told the buyer, you've got to buy from this company. They are amazing. And that's how I got the Fortune 100 company, through the guy in the basement. And that leads me to a tip. Treat Mm -hmm. everybody the same. There are no totem poles. That was my lesson. Everybody's the CEO of their own job. And you've got to pay respect to everyone. Yeah, it's I so so agree with you that with that um, tip, Eleanor. I'll tell you with my Glovies product, a lot of times I have to go into the stores and put it on the shelf to make sure that the the size is right and all of that stuff. And I have to tell you, the sales clerks in the store, I always take a picture of them with me and my Glovies before I leave. And they they light up for this picture as if it's, it's going to be on the Channel 7 News at night, Eleanor. It's so funny. But you know what I say to them? I say to them, you're part of my story. You're part of my success. And I'll tell you, it really goes a long way. So... I, I agree with you. Respect for everyone is so, so important. Yeah. Wow. That's great. I love that story. <laughs> it's so funny, Eleanor. It, it's funny. Anyway. All right. So I'm going to ask you a quick question before we get on to, was that business tip number one, Eleanor, or do we have five more ready to come at us? Oh, I've got lots of them. So oh, good. you just All right. keep asking. <laughs> okay, good. So, This is really important. Before we get on to our other business tips, talk to me about social media. How do you manage it without getting overwhelmed, Eleanor? All right. Well, like anything, you have to set time limits. And, you know, technology keeps advancing. I discovered apps for Twitter and for LinkedIn. Those are my two favorite. Um, So what I do, if I have to wait in line somewhere, I'm very impatient. I go to those apps, and my time is efficient then, and I start, you know, finding the right people to connect with. And you don't connect with just anyone. It's those who you feel a synergy with. Oh, that's great. So you know what I also do, Eleanor, that has helped me? I try to find somebody that I admire and I want to be like. And I try to see who is following that person. Exactly. That's brilliant. Absolutely. So what I'll do is after our call is over, Eleanor, I'll go to your list of followers and and I'll try to follow them. Likewise. But, (laughs) But anyway, all right. So that sounds good. So about how long do you spend a day doing social media? Oh, well, I I would say about 15 minutes. I used to spend much more time, but now if I just do a little bit every day, it makes a huge difference. Someone was telling me he has a reach on LinkedIn to 8 million people, and I said, oh, my God, I've got to check mine. I never did, and he told me how, and I said, you're not going to believe it. Mine is almost 20 million. (laughs) Oh, my God. Is it, Eleanor? Well, I don't know how accurate this is. You know, it's friends of friends of friends of friends. It's just that we're right. all connected is the point. Yeah. that's It's amazing. Wow. Well, I cannot believe all the great, helpful information you have. You are a gem. And everybody, my listeners, have to follow Eleanor because her business tips are incredible. And she's got thousands of them. It is in the thousands, right, Eleanor? I mean, oh, yeah, over time. So whatever you do, if you want to get started on Twitter, for example, 
just um, think of everything you know about what you do. Other people do not know what you do, even though we think it's common knowledge. It's not. And start writing down short tips. And 25% of the time, put a short link after that tip to wherever you want your potential client to visit. And uh, your following will start building. As long as it's helpful information, people will follow you. Okay, great. All right, wonderful. So, all right, let's go to business tip number one, Eleanor. What's your best business tip you have for us? Um. I'm going to talk about networking because I think that's what most entrepreneurs do. Attend events where your clientele would meet, where you think you might find clients. And then um, if the group, you're not real outgoing and you feel intimidated, I certainly did in the beginning, go over to people standing on the sidelines. They're intimidated too. And they may be very shy and have nothing to offer, but you at least get comfortable speaking to somebody. Why did you come? What attracted you? What did you do? They monopolize the conversation. Excuse yourself politely. Move on. If they're interesting, stay. But the conversation should be two-way. And very often you're going to find it's not. It's lopsided. You need to move on quickly without being rude. And be a matchmaker. Ask what the other person is looking for what type of client you know somebody introduce them likewise expect the other person to do the same for you again there has to be synergy between you uh, be willing to collaborate my uh, business took off when i joined a group and was willing to share information in the corporate sales world you're very um, secretive competitive and you want to win the prizes right in, in the entrepreneurial world, you can't be that way. You have to be trusting enough to share your information and hope others will share theirs with you. And that's when your business starts blossoming. Great. Are these helpful tips? This is absolutely incredible. I'm writing everything down, Eleanor. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's a really good one that I learned. When someone gives you a business card... And they say, call me on a certain day, or they say, you need to talk to this person. Ask permission to write on the back of their business card and take notes because you're never going to remember otherwise. Okay. So ask them permission to write on the back of their business card while they're giving you the info? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That sounds great. These are all amazing. So, all right. So we touched on networking. That was really great. Uh, we touched on social media. Talk to us about advertising. Does, oh, okay. What do you think, I Eleanor? Mean, unless you have a huge budget, I am not a believer in advertising um, because once you start it, you have to keep it up or nobody will know about you once you quit. So mm. you have to do things that are in your budget that you can continue And so, say you're online, you might want to find connections who have very large networks. And as long as you can be the part, you know, um, a collaborating partner, then the two of you will find the synergy. It has to be equal no matter what you do on both sides. So I'm all into marketing. But if you have the budget for advertising, yeah, it works beautifully. You just have to make certain you test it, 
It's the right market, and you're getting results. For every venue, you have to look at your bottom line. took me a long time to learn that. And a very smart person at the SBDC once told me, look at your top three revenue generators and stick with those, and then create more revenue streams similar to those and eliminate the ones that aren't producing. Oh, that's brilliant. It's amazing how many people spend just as much time on products that are not taking off. And meanwhile, the number one sellers, they're, they're taking their time away from that to focus on things that are not generating income. So that's so important. That was a, that's a great, great tip. Good. Oh, I just, um, I'm looking at my book, Nice Girls Do Get the Sale, and found really good, you know, people talk about closing. I don't like that word because for me, you want to open doors, not close doors, right? <laughs> right, right. You want the, my definition of a smooth sale is the repeat business referrals and testimonials. So here's some specific questions to ask. What's your budget? What okay. do you estimate the cost of not moving forward to be? Because people will say, I need your services but can't afford them. Well, what's going to cost you if you don't do anything? Mm-hmm. How will your decision be based? Can you prioritize those criteria? If you had a wish list, what would it look like? Is there anything you can think of that would push you over the edge to say yes? And people would start confiding in me that they didn't like the other vendor and oh, wow. uh, they, they enjoyed talking with me. And I said, well, would that make your life more pleasant if you worked with me? And they say yes. The whole, t- the whole background to getting a yes, you need three to five mini agreements and three to five yeses. So that's what these questions do. Oh, my God, and I love that. Three to five mini agreements? Oh, yeah, like, yes, I need, I need services. They may not be yours, but yes, I need services. Perfect. Okay, well, I just looked up at my DJ panel, and here we are with 30 seconds left. I have enough time to thank you so much, Eleanor Stutz, for being a part of Paying It Forward. Eleanor, this went so fast. I hope you'll come back as a guest on Paying It Forward again. We have a lot to learn from you. Oh, I would love to, and I enjoyed your side of the conversation so much, too. I'd like to know more. <laughs> okay, well, we will definitely be in touch. And everyone, have a wonderful, productive week, and I'll see you next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments,